0: Russian here with your Daily Takeaway. Um, can I ask a question to you? I don't know if it's a problem that you've ever had, um, but you know, mate to mate? You can, you can
1: get an appointment now most chemists now, yep. I think as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can get them online. Have you ever have you ever walked down the street and you, you, your feet are squeaking?
1: I've had squeaky feet before, yeah. I just hate it. It's weird.
0: What is the solution? Is it, is it, is it, is it over-sweating in my feet? Is this something that comes to us at a certain age?
1: Well, the worst the worst ones for me, shoe-wise, that do it are Converse All-Stars. They're, they're my most s- squeaking shoes. Yeah. And normally they tend to be quite long, so it makes you feel like you are a clown, or you're in the Kiora <laughs> advert, It's yeah. walking along.
0: What I'm wondering that might solve it is, you know sometimes you get packages delivered, and there's like those little silica gel packages. Oh, yeah. The the little things in there that Uh, are there to take away the moisture in a package, yeah? I used to make them in a factory. Did you really? I used to put them
1: in boxes for, um, like, electronic items. Wow. Overnight. Have you got (laughs)
0: You've had all the good
1: jobs. I've had some cracking jobs.
0: Have you got any left over? Because I'm wondering whether if I inserted them in my shoes today, whether it would take the squeaking away. I think that could pan out quite badly for you. (laughs) I don't know. He's seen the making of them (laughs) and he's advising me not to. Steer well clear.
1: This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
0: This first hour of the
1: show this evening, we want to tip our hats to an iconic item of British childhood, a thing that was on wheels, like we said at the start of the show, that will have played a major role in all of our formative years. I'm, of course, talking about that movable TV on wheels that every school had if you're of a certain age. Uh, I think maybe 70s or 80s kind of thing. I don't know what happened in the 60s. Maybe they came in and explained stuff like (laughs) drawn on slate to you. But you had one TV per school. This is the rule. You'd wheel it between (laughs) classrooms. Uh, and it had like really long legs, big wheels on it, and then I think it had like a teak door yes, with a lock. Antique door. <laughs> Uh, which is kind of bizarre. And it's not, I don't think it's a thing anymore now with the, you know, kids now. I mean, my eldest daughter, Erin, they had like, um, they got they got Chromebooks to take home and watch stuff on.
0: Yeah. Where's the one telly out of that? Do you or know what I mean? Got, or you got projectors on a, on a big white screen in the classroom. But not even the old, good old school OHP
1: with your, your teacher <laughs> gobbing on, t- on a tissue to rub off the writing.
0: Or also a teacher that had uh, planned a whole lesson revolving around the fact that the TV was going to be available and then find out that someone else has booked it out. This is it. So, it's an iconic thing. If you're of a
1: certain age, you will have been through that. Now, there's an interesting psychological uh, experiment we want to run on home time tonight based on that iconic TV. So, if you're driving, don't do this, but what we want you to do is close your eyes, take yourself back to your childhood. It's the 70s or the 80s or whatever. Imagine that telly has just been wheeled into your class by your teacher. The doors have been flung open. Here's the question... What are you watching on it? What programme are you watching on that TV back in your childhood? Richie, what's coming to you?
0: The one that comes straight to mind was uh, End of Term. It was a treat. uh, And there was some kind of silent movie that we watched called (laughs) The Plank. Uh it was, it was just... What, like a black and white silent movie? It was a black and white kind of like comedy movie about wow. a plank. It was just, it was about 50 minutes worth of slapstick. Yes. Of just sort of like, you know, people getting knocked out by a plank of wood. It was so bad. That but, does, she sounds <laughs> all right.
1: But for me, it was Words and Pictures. Do you remember Words and Pictures? I do from, remember Words and Pictures. That weird hovering pen with a light on the end teaching you to do dr- like grown-up, joined-up yes. writing. So do please take this psychological experiment yourself. Uh, imagine that telly's been wielding to your classroom when you're a child, what are you watching on it? Uh, guy says, Norwich versus Inter Milan, uh, UEFA Cup 1994. Or normally a football howlers video if it was raining outside. Wow. What a great school he went That's to. That's
0: fantastic.
1: Me, was words and pictures. Or, or <laughs> do you remember Joe Brown? The, 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 the father of Sam Brown. Joe Brown's the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We had a, a terrible thing we used to watch with him where he would be going around French villages learning French. <laughs> But he's was just kinda of like Cockney Guy. It's had
0: the trickle or books, wow. Well it was, it was like it was Joe on top Brown. of trickle. Wow. So that was that's what would have been on that on that screen. Carry on camping, says Emma. I remember it being showed to us one lunchtime in middle school. I would have been about eleven. Wow. I can't imagine the school show and carry on camping now. The, this
1: is just not fair. Uh, my other half, Katie, has tweeted saying, through the dragon's eye. I don't even know what that is. A lot, lot of, of votes for Geordie Racer as well, which is a, a TV show that I've never seen before. Brits and Pieces says, I'm not sure, but my mate is definitely changing the channel or turning up the volume with his Casio remote control watch. <laughs> do you remember those? brilliant,
0: I do. Iconic bit of behaviour. Uh, Cheryl says, we watched a video with Basil Brush warning us to stay off the railway lines. That's quite, that's quite some combo. Basil Brush telling you to be safe around the railways. Basil Brush, Railway Safety.
1: What's his backstory there? Uh, Mattis <laughs> says uh, TV on Wheels got to be the Machine Gunners, cracking tail set during World War Two. Stunning ending from memory as well, but good on him, even though it's 30 years on, doesn't do a spoiler. <laughs> uh, we've got Catherine on the line. Uh, what was shown on that big telly at your school? Um,
2: GCSE English. I remember being forced to watch Threads. And
1: when the wind blows. Wow! Now two programs, which are uh, obviously about the nuclear apocalypse, pretty much incredibly g- grim for k- kids to be yeah. watching.
2: Yeah, well, I, I think we, as a group now, we we're forty-seven, and we still talk about how much it traumatized us when we were children.
0: Wow! <laughs> this is the thing, like when the when, when the wind blows. Uh, obviously, Raymond Briggs, <laughs> very, very, very different from the Snowman. Yes, he, he oh, did yes, take a real so, curveball, though, didn't he?
1: He
2: did at the height of the Gulf War, so we had it all going on in the newspapers, and then they forced us to watch it in English class as well. So it was, it was lovely. <laughs> I,
1: I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, kids these days don't realise how lucky they are, do they? Do you know what I mean?
2: No.
1: no. <laughs> I'm even more grateful to watch that Plank movie now. Yeah, good old Plank.
2: No. Yeah, my children seem to spend all the geography watching The Simpsons. It's great.
1: Uh, MB on Twitter says he was watching the OJ Simpson trial verdict. That's interesting. Okay, Uh, Josh says, watching Ronaldinho kick us out of the World Cup back in 2002. Oh, remember that. Lobbing David Seaman. (laughs) Uh, Nats hanging on. Hello, Nats.
2: Hello, Bruce and Richie. Hello. So, I went to school just outside of Portsmouth and we got to watch Mary Rose coming out of the (laughs) Solent, which was about 30 years ago now, I think.
1: Yeah. So, we're, yes, we weren't Blue that. Peter Blue Peter involved in the Mary Rose thing, weren't they as well? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue Peter?
2: And we also saw Virginia Wade win the England of uh, the uh, Wimbledon. You know the Wimbledon ladies' final, nineteen yeah. seventy-seven.
0: Do you remember that, that? Yeah, I'm glad you clarified because I thought Virginia Wade just came out with the uh, the Mary Rose there. And it was all getting a bit confused. <laughs> On top of the Mary Rose. <laughs> Two things
2: I remember from school. We, I saw the Mary Rose coming out of the water in 81, 82, and in nineteen seventy-seven, my teacher was a massive tennis tennis fan. So we had the whole Friday afternoon watching Virginia Wade win Wimbledon for the Queen's Jubilee year.
1: Amazing. I think it's good so, because yeah. the cool thing about the telly was that everyone had to watch the same thing. I think yes. one thing that you get That's now, good. everyone can watch their own stuff on trains or in class or whatever, Like whereas like now, you, well, back then, you had to just focus on the one thing and, you, and
0: you've never forgotten it.
2: No, never forgotten it. I never <laughs> forgot what year she won it and I never forgot seeing the Mary Rose come out with Prince Charles sitting on the top of it. But Prince there you Charles
0: go. sitting on the top of it?
2: Yeah, Prince Charles was a massive, like... Into it all, he was
0: big quite a shipwreck fan.
1: But look, like, so what yeah, they when they were racing out of the sea, Charles, Charles was on top, he was
2: sitting on the little yellow, it was a yellow, um, like a yellow frame that, that they
0: pulled it out of the water. I, r- I remember and the Mary Rose stuff, but I really it. do not remember any Prince Charles action in that whatsoever. Can you imagine oh,
1: them uh get, it, get British signing British off the insurance <laughs> to uh allow Charles <laughs> to go on the top of the Mary Rose? I mean, come on, <laughs>
0: You'll
2: have to Google it, but trust me, he did. All right.
1: Julie, what are you watching?
2: So it was the first time ever that I saw... I got to see an episode of Neighbours because uh, it was only ever on at lunchtime at that time. They hadn't put it onto the um the evening slot as well. So we, we were sat in the, the room and the teacher brought supposedly to show us some video or something, but... There wasn't, she couldn't get it working so she just left Neighbours on for us. So we got to see Kylie and Jason
1: for the first time, which <laughs> was quite fun. Brilliant, because I think, um, this shows my age, but I believe before Neighbours was on in the evenings, it was uh, Harold Lloyd, the black and white uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, silent uh, movie type thing. So, uh, yeah, you would have seen it back in the early days. And, and back then as well, there was, a, there was a different Scott before Jason Donovan yeah, took was. over. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might have seen it right at the beginning, like The Origins
2: something like that. It was, quite, it was pretty old,
0: I'd say, it was the first time, and then I didn't see it again for another while until it actually then became on in the evening, so we can watch it
1: after school. Yeah, I bet the storyline had progressed somewhat. <laughs> 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 but it's, isn't, it, isn't it great, though? That It's that little portal to the, the grown-up outside world, which you, like, nowadays, obviously, kids have got phones so they can, they can have access to it, but that was your only view to the outside world and what was going on back then, wasn't it?
2: some kids could tell us the kids who bunked off could tell us what it was about but I never got to see it because
0: I was a good kid at French school <laughs> what a great disciplinary thing this would be for kids if we were to wheel in their mobile phones uh, yes. in like a great big teak <laughs> cabinet on wheels <laughs> that'd teach them you can have it now <laughs> yeah retraction and apology time comes around quite often on this show um, uh, Nat who was just on talking about um, the Berry <laughs> Rose and King Charles yeah, he's never on top of that is he Bruce says King Charles was a massive part of the Mary Rose story. He yeah. dived the wreck several times and is a champion of the Mary Rose Trust. So a cursory Google, um, <laughs> he did nine dives to the wreck of the Mary Rose.
1: Why are we forever c- correcting, clarifying and apologising about inaccurate facts about King Charles on this show? It him <laughs> in the escalator the other day.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: Yet again, Charles, we apologise.
0: <laughs> Shirley's Daily Takeaway. So, you know how tech thinks it's really clever? Listens oh, to us, knows us, suggests things. Oh, you'll like this. Oh, because you like that, you'll like this. Well, I don't think tech is quite as clever as it thinks. Uh, quite often in life, whether it's tech uh, or a family friend or a family member themselves, someone will give you something or make a suggestion and they are way off the mark. So far off the mark, you kind of think, do you even know who I am? Makes you question your relationship with them, doesn't it? It certainly does so i got an email today from the linkedin corporation you may have heard of them you may have your own profile uh top job picks for you is uh, the the top of this email i'm Ooh. thinking okay interesting i mean look you know the show we think is going all right at the moment the boss seems to be seems to be happy you
1: never know we're only one comment away from it all being we, over we
0: are indeed uh so it's always good to see what options are out there Top job picks for you. Let me just remind you that's what the email suggests. Here's their number one suggestion: head of supporter engagement for Tottenham Hotspur Football
1: Club. I would love that. Oh my god, that'd be so good. I'd love to go and visit you. Say you were working there, and I come pop over for lunch. And you've got like the club
0: crest. You're right, Richie. You're right. You look a bit. Up. You've been crying? No, I'm absolutely fine, mate, I'm fine. Just in case you're a passing listener to the show, I'm a massive gooner. What does LinkedIn thinks it's doing? Head of support engagement, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Unless it's helping you ruin them from the inside. Well, I mean, there is that side of it. It's weird, because you look at the other suggestions they've made, they're not that far off the mark. Head of radio production for some kind of... uh, Uh, Outfit Uh, and then uh, broadcast journalist and weather presenter for BBC Radio Nottingham. I'd love to
1: hear you do the weather on (laughs) BBC Radio Nottingham. That would be amazing. (laughs) There's a passing front coming through. Just chancing it as well. Not checking it out, just chancing it the other day. I love
0: weather. I'm obsessed with weather.
1: That's it. What what are you applying, then? What's going on? What is this? I'm not
0: saying that. Apparently, I've got 25 connections of people that might know me at BBC Radio Nottingham. Well, I think that that's paved the way for your your future after this. (laughs) I'm not going to Tottenham Hotspur Football Club to be their head of supporter engagement. You're ruling yourself out of this stage. Sticking with home time. But honestly, LinkedIn, you are so way off the mark. You ever had that when something is way off the mark? Well, my friend Louise bought me Crocs. You are not a Crocs man. But do you know what? I slagged them off. I'm now wearing them. Are you saying I'm off to Spurs? You never know. Tweet here though says, do think about it, Richie. You would actually get a stack of engagement, just might not all be that positive. <laughs> Next, Ryan's hanging on. Uh, what uh, what happened to you then, Ryan?
1: Uh, so uh, I, I work in procurement for a retail company. I deal with uh, buying in stock for uh, the, to sell to customers, effectively. Um, I got quite a few messages on Indeed. Probably two weeks ago, last week, things like that. Um, And one of them was, oh, we think you'll be a great fit for this job. Would you mind sticking an application? So I had a look, and it was a receptionist at a child daycare centre. Receptionist at a child daycare (laughs) centre. Can you, make, uh, can you make shapes out of blooms? Uh, no. No, I'm not very good at it. I can do spreadsheets, but I don't think the children would be very interested. There'll be a riot if you start doing <laughs> spreadsheets for them. Uh, Dave and Julie and Lester have just texted 81215 Say Hi, boys. Uh, Richie, don't leave Absolute Radio. We love listening to you guys on home time. It's very
0: kind, uh, Dave and Julie. Uh, if you've just got in the car, you've not heard what's happening, there has been a big announcement on the show this evening, uh, and that is that I have been offered uh, a job uh, at Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, is that what to... you're saying? Is that, what, is that the line? <laughs> It's not really. No. LinkedIn have suggested I apply for head of supporter <laughs> engagement there, and that's just so way off the mark. I'm Not going to be doing that. Uh, so yeah, not going anywhere. Don't worry. Emma Jones has a bit of news. You have to have a bit of news yourself, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, mine's less dramatic. <laughs> uh, Sam, uh, what w- what have you been offered This way off the mark.
2: So I get various emails because I lots. I do like I like doing lots of internet shopping and having the Amazon man turn up every other day. And, um, I started getting emails from a company called Long Tall Sally, oh, right. which is a, a women's clothing company, oh, okay. um, which is fantastic, <laughs> they do really lovely clothes, um, unfortunately I'm, um, five foot tall and, um, <gasps> shaped a bit like a dumpling.
1: <laughs> oh, so, oh, so, Sam, so is this the equivalent, like, you know, like, for, I think it's for men's clothes, they have high and mighty, high and mighty, high and mighty. <laughs> yeah. is, is it the female equivalent of high and mighty?
2: It is, it is, yeah, but it's not for me.
1: What would, what would be, uh, if, it's, if long, tall Sally is the, for, for the tall lady, what, yeah. what would be a good name for, like, the shorter
2: um, lady? Oh, I'd say maybe, like, you know, short round Sam. <laughs>
1: short round Sam. <laughs> Petite Polly. Yes, that's a more diplomatic <laughs> approach, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Love it. The Daily Takeaway. There you go, there's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, home time at absoluteradio.co.uk, particularly if you've got a a way of solving Richie's squeaky shoe Mm. thing. One thing that came to me earlier on is maybe talcum powder. You know, it's like the lost thing, isn't it, talcum powder? It used to be used loads of stuff back in the day. What do people use talcum
0: powder for now? I don't don't think they do. I've got a feeling that um, talcum powder, its it's PR department went a little bit wrong. Yeah. And um, it ain't good anymore.
1: Isn't it? Well, because it used to be like a a staple of every bathroom in Great Britain. Yes. but I can imagine it maybe, if you put it in your shoes, there'd be a bit of clouding coming up as you put them on. (laughs) Go back to the clown (laughs) thing. But maybe it'd take the edge off the squeak.